guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, we are going to talk about bread. Yes, I love bread. Now, I know there's some of you out there that might not be able to eat bread, but bread is something that I always love. It is so good. My wife makes bread on Sundays a lot of times. In fact, during the pandemic, we would make our own sacrament bread. Had a wonderful time with that. So back to this idea of bread. Got a couple questions for you. Where does it come from? What do you have to do to get it? What does it do for us? And again, I understand it's different for every person. Without it, what would happen? In what condition do you get the most out of it? Hey, some of you who may have a gluten intolerance, I totally get that. Maybe there's different things that you can do or different types of bread. Is there any preparation before consuming it? And how do we eat it? Well, back to the scriptures right here, back to that busy day that Jesus had. This is John 6. This is John's account of what happened with the feeding of the 5,000. So the first about 14 verses or so is where you go through and you see that feeding of the 5,000. Now, what's interesting is this experience caused people to follow Jesus more and more, but maybe not for the most right of reasons, because you go down to verse number 26, where it says, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but ye did eat of the loaves and were filled, which is a fancy way of saying, you just follow me because I'm the free bread guy, okay? And you're not following me because of the miracles. You're following me because, ooh, this guy has free food, right? Humans have always been the same. Someone has free food, you go run after them, right? And so that's why they're following Jesus. And so Jesus then, for the next 30 some odd verses, goes into what is called the Bread of Life Sermon. I think there's some chapters in scriptures where you you just have to read it. Again, as good as something like a podcast like this or a, or a video or any of them that are out there, as good as they are, I think the best experience is just you and the Word of God and the Holy Ghost going in and reading the Bread of Life sermon. And I think it will teach you some things that you need to hear. I'm not saying ignore those things, but make sure that that is your main resource to be able to study through this. So as you go through about verses 28 to 51, you've got this Bread of Life sermon. I want to pose to you the same questions that I posed to you at the beginning of our episode here, but I want you to read through this whole experience, this Bread of Life sermon, with those same questions with regards to bread. Where does it come from? What do you have to do to get it? What does it do for us? Without it, what would happen? In what condition do you get the most out of it? And is there any preparation before consuming it? And how do we eat it? Understanding that Jesus is referring to himself as the bread of life. So I would invite you to go in and read the bread of life sermon with those things in mind. Now, as you do that, I want to come back out for a second. And you think about this as these people were following Jesus just because he's the free bread guy. And he starts saying things like down in verse number 52, the Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us of his flesh to eat? Verse 53, Then Jesus saith unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat of the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, dwelleth in me, and I in him. Now, as you pause right there for a minute, you and I who know what Jesus is referring to symbolically, 
have no problems with that. I'm like, I totally get that. If you get a lot of people who are just following him because he's the free bread guy, all of a sudden they're just like, okay, this guy's weird. I don't know if I want to follow him. He's wanting me to eat his flesh and drink his blood. This could sound a little weird if you're not looking at this symbolically. How do you think many of Jesus's followers probably responded to this? Well, you go down to verse number 60 where it says, many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this said, this is and hard saying, who can hear it? Uh, other translations of the scriptures say, we don't understand what you are saying. This is very difficult. So not only is this like, this is, you're asking us to do hard things. It's more of a, I just don't understand what you're saying. Verse 61, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, doth this offend you? Now you go down to verse number 66 and it says, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. There's two footnotes right there that both of them talk about apostasy, whether it's individual apostasy or apostasy of the whole church. People did not follow him because of the things that he asked them to do, or they just did not understand that. Verse 67, Jesus said to the 12, will ye also go away? Simon Peter, great, wonderful Simon, answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. So they're just like, we don't know where we would go if we left you. Now, along those lines, Elder M. Russell Ballard, back in 2016, gave a wonderful talk, this idea of to whom shall we go? I love these words of Elder Ballard because even though this was 2016 and we've seen a lot of stuff happen in the last seven years with people leaving the church for various reasons, look what Elder Ballard said back then as a warning to the whole church. So go ahead and watch this. Today is no different for some Christ's invitation to believe and remain continues to be hard or difficult to accept. Some disciples struggle to understand a specific church policy or teaching. Others find concerns in our history or in the imperfections of some members and leaders, past and present. Still others find it difficult to live a religion that requires so much. Finally, some have become weary in well-doing. For these and other reasons, some Church members vacillate in their faith, wondering if perhaps they should follow those who went back and walked no more with Jesus. If any one of you is faltering in your faith, I ask you the same question that Peter asked, to whom shall you go? If you choose to become inactive or to leave the restored Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where will you go? What will you do? The decision to walk no more with the Church members and the Lord's chosen leaders will have a long-term impact that cannot always be seen right now. There may be some doctrine, some policy, some bit of history that puts you at odds with your faith, and you may feel that the one, only way to resolve that inner turmoil right now is to walk no more with the saints. If you live as long as I have, you will come to know that things have a way of resolving themselves. An inspired insight or revelation may shed new in, light and insight on an issue. Remember, the Restoration is not an event, 
but it continues to unfold. Never abandon the great truths revealed through the prophet Joseph Smith. You know, it is hard being a member of the church. I absolutely get that. There are rigorous things at times, meetings and, and, and assignments and things that are often difficult that stretch us a little bit, pull us out of our comfort zones. There are also things that are just hard to understand, whether it's doctrinally or by way of policy or by way of history. I would invite you, and I know for me personally, if I ever come across those things that are hard to understand, I go back to the basics of my testimony. I go back to what I know. Rather than focusing on what I don't know, I focus on what I know. That counsel of doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith is so relevant here. I go back to what I know, and I know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I know that Heavenly Father loves me. I know that Joseph Smith is a prophet. I know that the Book of Mormon is true. And I know that the experiences I have had are blessing my life. And so then I hang on to those things. I hang on to my faith and let those other things that I don't understand. I'm going to work through them still, but I'm going to stay with these things that I know. And so I love that idea because where would I go? Where would I go without it? I love the fact that I have a gospel that I can stay with and be able to connect myself to God. I know there's people who have left and I understand and there are reasons and I get that. But come back and stay with that faith and I believe and I know that you will be blessed for it. And I love the fact that this weekend we're going to hear some great bread of life sermons from our apostles and our prophets. Are there some hard things? Yes. But I want you to hang on to the things that you know as you listen to them. Uh, doubt those doubts before you doubt your faith. There's some wonderful faith promoting and building experiences that are going to happen this weekend. I am excited for it and I am so grateful for it. So I I hope you enjoy that as you listen this weekend to our Apostles and Prophets. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed and have a great day.